Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I think first and foremost, they had the GM that they wanted. They got the guy that they wanted right away in uh, Adam Peters, and they hired him out of the box. That was something that was important to them, and they got that done. And I think that they were of the mind that in a perfect world, they weren't going to be pairing a first-time GM with a first-time head coach. And so Dan Quinn checks the boxes there in that regard. The other thing is is that when these organizations are going through this hiring process, they make a lot of calls and they get a lot of calls from a lot of different people, uh, endorsing candidates, recommending guys, you got to get to know this guy, I'm telling you about this guy, vouching for this guy. I know that the commanders felt like they got more calls and more texts unsolicited uh, about Dan Quinn with positive messages from people than they got from any other candidate. And that's just the way that it kind of went. Now, that's not why he got the job, but it certainly was comforting and reassuring that they felt like they were getting a guy that is high energy, that's upbeat, that's positive. It probably doesn't hurt that you're weakening the team in the division, although I don't really believe that to be a driving force and a primary factor in why they hired Dan Quinn. They hired Dan Quinn because they believe in him as a leader. They believe in him as a man. They believe that other people are spot on in what they say about Dan Quinn, who had been a finalist for other head coaching jobs, and the board just didn't fall his way in recent years. But they feel like they've got a whole energetic, upbeat, positive guy stepping in to Washington to help try to lead that team into the future. That's Adam Schefter. We're Grant and Danny. This is the fan. Dan Quinn coming to the nation's capital. He is the head coach of the Washington Commanders. Feel the excitement. The search is over. Eight teams needed coaches. Eight teams have made hires. By the way, January 8th it started. That was almost a month long. Yeah. Did it feel that long? Longer. I'm not doing a bit. I, like it's not doing I've been married 10 years, feels like 50. I'm not doing that. It literally felt longer than I that. Mean, there was a lot of moving parts. But the reason why it felt longer was because we're sitting there looking at our watch starting in week seven or eight for the end of Rivera. That's why this coaching search has felt that long to me. This is fairly normal in the course of events. I know Washington was last, but it's only by a matter of days. But because we we knew forever that this Rivera thing was needed to end, was going to end. I'm begging them just to be impulsive and, and impetuous and immature one time and just jettison that zilch into the stratosphere and we could start this thing fresh. We had to wait until the very, very end for that. That's why it just feels like this thing's been going on for that long. We're going to get back into taking your temperature and seeing how you guys feel at 800 636 
The next angle on our hit list, though, has got to be this offensive staff. One of the names that has been linked to Dan Quinn, just those media rumblings that are out there, it all starts with one person throwing it out there and then everyone talks about it, is Chip Kelly as an offensive coordinating candidate. So I was asking an agent who's plugged in on a lot of what's going on with coaches around the league today. I said, this Chip Kelly rumor about Dan Quinn, he's like, well, listen, I don't know if him and Dan Quinn are linked at all. He said, but I know for a fact that Chip Kelly wants to get out of college and wants to go to the NFL to be a coordinator. My initial response to that is, I'm not really interested. I'm not that excited. To me, that's a big splash hire. That's just a name that looks good on a billboard. I don't think it's a particularly great hire. He's been at the college level. You're better off going and finding a guy who's been in the NFL game, who's ascending, who's been a part of one of these elite offenses in the National Football League. But the only thing that maybe would make sense from a Chip Kelly standpoint is he's never getting an NFL head coaching job again, mm-hmm. right? You, you don't have, think. You don't have to worry about that. And if he's leaving college football because he hates the NIL and doesn't want to deal with it anymore, then he's probably not going back to college football either. So even though I'm lukewarm on the idea of Chip Kelly, I don't necessarily think it would be a great hire. You might not have to worry about losing him. That would be a long-term solution at OC if you trust him to develop your number two quarterback and think that he could have an awesome offense and run that half the building. It's not in vogue, but I always liked him. And I know that like that sounds blasphemous to people. I think he was, you know, kind of an arrogant uh putz as a head coach and kept doing things that were like, I'm bucking convention because convention is stupid. Okay. The guy can coordinate some offense. That group in 2013 was awesome. And then it was like, okay, maybe it's fluky. Uh, nope. Same thing happened in 2014. The year ahead. Once everyone had film, didn't matter. They got up and down the field, they moved the football, they scored points. That guy can coordinate offense. Now, who knows if, if everything is you know moved past where he was or where he is or he's no longer innovative. I don't know. But the reason I like that, A, is pretty good track record of offense. B, I'd have no interest in having him be in charge of the whole operation again because, you know, as as badly as he bombed out in Philadelphia, it ended really, really poorly. But C, the part that you, that you mentioned, this wouldn't, this would solve in theory the problem of head coach or, you know, offensive coordinator does well. C, you know, the Bobby Sloat corollary where he almost went from you know, labeling uh, uh, videotapes two years ago to offensive genius who almost got a head coaching job this cycle because of how good C.J. Stroud was. If you do well, your offensive coordinator is going to leave. That's the thing I said that you have to hammer here is it's not just if they hire Clint Kubiak or they hire some young up-and-coming offensive mind. That's great. You need the next next upcoming offensive mind. And then two after that, the guy that's your intern that's getting the coffee and making sure uh, the uh, Earl Grey tea is just right with the right amount of milk and sugar in there. That that guy's a genius. So in three or four or five years, you've got your own Anthony Weaver. You've got your own, uh, you know, sort of next great offensive mind because you have to keep replenishing that tree or you find somebody that nobody's interested in, which is a, a tougher needle to thread. Yeah, Clint Kubiak's name keeps coming up. He is the passing game specialist for the 49ers. Not a coordinator, but he was one with the Vikings previously. So kind of overqualified for that job. I'm sure he went there to just get some of that Kyle Shanahan cologne. Mm -hmm. As soon as you get that job, you're on the fast track to being a head coaching candidate. I'm pretty sure he interviewed for a head coaching job or two in this cycle. He, to me, would make a lot of sense as an OC hire. You've seen his name linked to Dan Quinn. Again, Kyle Shanahan worked for Quinn. He tapped into that tree before. You know who was on that staff in Atlanta? Most of the guys from that graphic from Washington. That's where they went. It was Cleveland and then Atlanta. So while under Quinn with the Falcons, it was Mike McDaniel, Matt LaFleur, Kyle Shanahan, 
uh, Raheem Morris, like all those guys. That was Dan Quinn's staff. By the way, they got to a Super Bowl with that team. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, not long after leaving D.C. But if you go get Kubiak, to your point, who does he bring with him? Uh, his brother, Clay Kubiak, is the assistant quarterback's coach. Maybe Clay Kubiak comes over as the quarterback's coach. Mm-hmm. You bring over both the Kubiak sons of, of Gary Kubiak. And then when Clint leaves next year, you promote Clay. Or to your point, uh, there's another guy that doesn't get talked about nearly as much in San Francisco, but that I always hear is like awesome. And that's this guy, this tight ends coach, Brian Flurry, who's been around for a while, who does a lot of the work in the run game. He's the tight ends coach. Yeah. Maybe you bring him over as your run game coordinator. So if Kubiak's the OC, Flurry's the run game coordinator, Clay Kubiak's the pass game coordinator. And you've elevated those two guys now, got them out of San Francisco, and maybe you bring over one of their young offensive assistants. Like, uh, you just raid the cabinet as best you can. Now you've built a pipeline maybe where Clint gets a job because Drake May or Jaden Daniels are awesome, and it's not a death knell, which is what happened to Dan Quinn and Mike Vrabel and so many other guys yeah. who had a good program being built as defensive minds. That's the stumbling block. I mean, the the point that you've made all along as to why you landed on, I'd rather have an offensive hire, that is a roadblock. That is absolutely an obstacle that has to be thoughtfully discussed in advance. It can't just be, oh my God, we lost our OC. We cannot have that. We cannot have what happened to Mike Vrabel happen to us here. See what I'm saying? Like that's that is the essential thing to me that's probably more important honestly and I know it's, it's blasphemous maybe to say this but it's more important than, than who Dan Quinn happens to be or not be having because if you've got a defensive guy it can work you can have or let's even say a non-offensive guy you could be competitive on an almost annual basis in Baltimore they have two losing seasons out of 14 or 16 I can't remember which uh with John Harbaugh you got, you got a good culture you got a good general manager you got a good set of scouts and developing coaches and players it can absolutely work and you can win a bunch of football games but this is a this is the part of it that is a, a you're creating a challenging issue that you have to be thoughtful about and smart about. And it can't just be one year. It's got to be the next five, six, seven. It's got to be all in development at all at all times. Let's get on a, get on a call with Laura and RJ from sales. Okay. Okay. Here's what I'm thinking. Go on. Your boy's got to eat healthy right now on his on his program. Yes. On. I can't do this right now, but next fall, I'll be ready to go, I think. Mondays after wins, DQs, blizzards. You think I'm not in on that? Dan Quinn delivered the goods, and so the fellas eat a DQ blizzard on a Monday. Let's get sales behind it. Let's get the push going. Things are looking up when you start shoveling ice cream down my gullet. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. You want me to get in on your little defensive hiring that's not going to work probably because it hasn't in the league in a decade? Give me a blizzard. Win me over with some chocolate goodies. Now, Anthony Weaver gets hired for this job. Where, where are we handing out baskets to each other? A little weaving. Like, that's not fun. It's not we're, not, we're not doing that for a theme. What if Mondays I tell you beforehand? After the game, we would have all weaved a quilt. Mondays after wins, all six or seven of them this coming year, we're getting Dairy Queen blizzards. What would we have done on Mondays if they got Ben Johnson? Don't answer. <clears throat> Nobody knows. How could how can anyone say? How could anyone know? I think the offensive staff, if they put together an awesome one, mm-hmm. including Kubiak, who I really, really like, makes the hire in year one work. The work then starts, I think, when you start to lose that staff. And everyone's like, why do you worry about that now? Because that's how it works, man. People are like, what a, what a first world problem. 
yeah, it's called building a program. It's called having a plan. It's, th- this is what winning is about. Mm-hmm. Also, the number two pick is the whole deal. And a lot of this is just me talking myself into not being crestfallen today. But the GM hire was good. Is the number two quarterback pick the guy? Because if Drake Mays, Justin Herbert, Dan Quinn's fine. If Drake May doesn't go to and you take Jaden Daniels, and Jaden Daniels is Lamar Jackson, whatever. You, you just found yourself an MVP caliber quarterback. You got to hit on that pick, and it can make today a footnote in this whole deal. Let's go to Alex and Leesburg, start chopping up some of these calls. What's up, Alex? Hey, what's up? I just wanted to talk about, so I got a kind of a long-winded one. Uh, you know, we all were hoping that the rescue or the commanders would kind of take a big swing. And I think that's kind of what they did. I think I think they did put a lot of their eggs in their basket with Ben Johnson. And I think they really believed they were going to get it. Uh, and when they did it, I think Dan Quinn wasn't necessarily your last uh, option. I think he was a very viable option for the reasons that you guys have already said, right? He's, he's experienced. Uh, the whole staff is young and everything is new. So I'm not too down on it. I did want Ben Johnson. I liked his offense. It's great. Um, but it, it just I think Ben Johnson has proven right now that he's going to be a, a liability next year as well uh, <clears throat> because of what he's done. He's backed out on, on two two potential head coaching jobs. Yeah, the only part Thank of, you, of that I'll disagree with is I don't think him backing out of these jobs means it wouldn't have worked here if they gave him the number he wanted and he came here. We'll agree on the majority of that phone call, though. I think they wanted Johnson. It didn't happen. You pivot. Now what? Whether Dan Quinn was number two or, or they liked Mike McDonald a lot, no idea. But I think all along they felt like you're not interviewing these eight guys because you're not interested. They probably felt like afterwards, I don't know, as many as six of them could be their head coach and they could feel okay coming away with that mm-hmm. situation. And I'm quite sure from the moment they sat down with Dan Quinn, this is not a, this is a known commodity. This is not some mystery. You can't – I mean, I Dan, Danny, I'm not joking. I got – Three calls, one from a guy who covered him, two from agents within an hour going, dude, you're going to love Dan. I'll wait till you meet Dan. He's the best, man. People love this yep. guy. It's pretty obvious. You sit down with him in an interview, it's not going to go terribly. I'm sure they left and said, you know, if it's Dan Quinn, cool. It's a pretty good place yep. to be. Now let's work on Ben. That's there, my guess. Well, there were a couple of guys like that in this process, right? Raheem Morris has that same glow, right, where you get players tweeting like, if he asked me to come, I'll show up. I'm sure they felt the same way about Raheem, by the way. Yeah, and that, so there are a couple of guys where you're not going to find anyone to say a bad word about them. Uh, you know, Character-wise, personality-wise, dealing with people, you leave enough good relationships in your wake, you could sort of hang around for a lot longer than maybe you should have. And I'm not saying that's Dan Quinn's case. I'm, I am saying that's Ron Rivera's case. But you're, you're that what you just said, I think, is probably – Again, it's all speculation. It's fairly close in my estimation at this stage to what happened. That's not inspiring. That's not kick-ass. That's not a great feeling. Had they done this two weeks ago, right, where they done a Zoom interview with with McDonald and Ben Johnson and Weaver and, and Aaron Glenn and interviewed Dan Quinn, and before you could say, you know, uh, a retread, They'd gotten another interview on the books with him again because they were blown away and wowed. And they said, you know what? We got our guy. Boom. And they'd been the third team to announce uh, a head coach. 
I'd have gone, you know what? It's not what I would have done, but they saw something that they were they couldn't take their eyes off of. They were in love. This was their dude. They 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 can't believe their good fortune that everyone else screwed up. That's not what happened. We, there's a waiting around. There's ah, we're gonna see what these other guys do. Well, ah, hold on. We're gonna let Rivera. We're gonna let uh, Raheem Morris go. Ah, we're gonna let, there, there was no urgency to it, and I now almost, it's like Dan Quinn. I kind of maybe feel better it happened this way, in, in terms of going with Quinn. Had they have hired Dan Quinn when Mike McDonald, Ben Johnson, and a bunch of guys were still out there, I think I would have been way angrier if they just because inter- I'd have been less. Really? Yeah. That's. I wonder. We should ask people that. Because if they would have interviewed, like the first day they interviewed Dan Quinn, mm-hmm. right? They've completed the process. They've checked every box. They've done everything they need to do within the rules. If they leave that meeting, they're like, oh my God, this is our guy. We love Dan Quinn. He is the answer. Mm-hmm. And they just fold up shop and we find out nine days ago or whatever, mm-hmm. right after the interview, Dan Quinn, Quinn will be the head coach of the commanders. I would have been way more upset than I am today. And I'm not, I mean, this is not me pretending like I'm, I'm happy about this. Mm-hmm. Trust me, I'm not. But Ben Johnson told them no. Mm-hmm. Ben Johnson said, I'm not coming. Okay, now what? My guess is, now what is Mike McDonald? And he was already probably far enough along with the Seahawks that that didn't work out either. And you just kind of keep going down the line. Now, I probably would have just completely taken a shot on Weaver, who is an unknown. Mm-hmm. I, I was hoping he's special. Maybe I would have done that. They decided someone who is going to build a better staff and, and have a chance right away to come in here and, and you know run a room, so to speak. But I think the way it played out, at least I can go to bed at night saying they wanted Ben Johnson, they just couldn't get him. They weren't completely dumb. They didn't come into this situation going, you know who we want is this Dan Quinn guy. It just He was the best of the rest, the way the chips fell. That's a little more tolerable for me. That makes it... Way more depressing for me. In other words, that you're waiting around, waiting for seven other teams to select their guy. You didn't select anybody, and you went, this guy. Like, it, I would have loved it had they been excited. Like, if they were juiced up and he had blown them away, I, I, at least I'd understand that. Do you know what I mean? Like, your point about how, how we got here is true. I mean, I, I think two people turned them down for you know different different ways, different reasons, or whatever. We don't know the, the totality of it. Or basically either took other jobs or not, didn't take a job at all. And the idea that he wasn't their first choice or second choice, but we have him now, feels very uninspiring. Whereas if you go, we didn't know this was going to happen. He blew us away. You guys are going to love this. That's our dude. You already have the presser. And sometimes you, you, it's right under your nose all along, romantic comedy style. Josh Harris is already up there telling you how great this dude is. Now it's at the end when everyone else has been picked over or declined them or whatever, I mean, it's like Rivera said on Carson Wentz. You get how it happened, but it still sucks that multiple guys told him no to pound sand, and they were going like by alphabetical order, Dewey Decimal System style, to try to find someone to, uh, to throw passes for them. The, the way it happened, to me, depresses me, and I can't get out of that. 800-636-1067 is the number. On Grant and Danny, we're discussing possible hires and what the offensive staff could end up taking shape to look like under Dan Quinn. You're listening to Grant and Danny. Quinn is the head coach of the Commanders. This is the fan.
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I just saw something on Twitter I wanted to share. Welcome back. Grant and Danny on the fan. Reacting to Dan Quinn as the new head coach of the Washington Commanders. Quinn and his Cowboys got to the playoffs this year. They were eliminated by the Packers, obviously. Another team that was in the playoffs that just got eliminated is the Baltimore Ravens. This is a tweet from a random guy named Andrew. He said, A woman on my southwest flight from Baltimore to Phoenix this morning had a mid-flight medical emergency. The doctor and nurse attending to her couldn't find a strong pulse. Her blood pressure was extremely low, required oxygen to breathe. It was genuinely scary. A man in the aisle seat popped up. Could it be your blood sugar? I have a diabetic testing kit. It was Ravens tight end Mark Andrews. Can you believe it? Andrews instructed the medical professionals, equal citizen heroes in this story, on using his test kit. Eventually, her heart rate stabilized. Paramedics met the flight as soon as it landed. Andrews deplaned quickly. No fanfare. What a story. By the way, that's one of my greatest fears is having some kind of medical issue 30,000 feet above the ground. You're not close to anything. But I hope when and if I do, Mark Andrews is there. The Have you ever been on a flight where someone goes, is there a doctor on board? I have, actually. It's I have, too. But scary. And you go, here we go. By the way, <laughs> like, in that what is moment, this? Yeah. everybody becomes the nosiest person ever. You ever notice that? Oh, yeah. I was like, what's going on? What's going on? Everyone's like, did you hear anything? Did you see anything? Everyone... They'll let you know if they need you. So, so yeah, folks, just uh, stay, keep keep your seats. Quit asking questions. Are you a doctor? Nope. Then then don't worry about it right no, now. No, I went on a WebMD twice last month. Dan Quinn is the head coach of the Washington Commanders. Let that sink in. They're going defensive-minded. Really, they're going leader of men, although he has made his bones in this league as an outstanding coordinator. Uh, dating back to his time, he really got a a claim, I think, put himself on the map initially in Seattle with the Legion of Boom with the Seahawks. But the resume for him, this is a 
Salisbury College locally here mm-hmm. in, in the uh, you know this region product. He's a New Jersey native. He's 53 years old. Went to William and Mary, where he played defensive line. He was a a line coach, William and Mary, and VMI Hofstra. Worked his way up, you know, mostly with schools kind of in this region, in this area. And then he got his first job after being the D.C. and the D-line coach in Hofstra, quality control in San Francisco way back in 2001. So you're talking about 23 years ago he started his journey in the NFL. Was the D-line coach for the Niners and the Dolphins and the Jets. Then the Seahawks hired him as their assistant head coach, defensive line, kind of that Anthony Weaver role where they really liked the guy, but they couldn't make him the coordinator. And that was back in 09-10. He then left to go to the college ranks at Florida, where he was the D coordinator. And that was the first time he got a crack at being a D coordinator. It was with the Gators in 2011 and 2012. Then came back to the NFL to coordinate in Seattle with the Legion of Boom in 13-14. And that got him his head coaching job in Atlanta. 15-20 through 20 with the Falcons, those six seasons. He was back-to-back years, double-digit wins. One of the years, as I mentioned, with MVP Matt Ryan, they got to the Super Bowl. Kyle Shanahan left. He hired Steve Sarkeesian. Ryan fell off pretty massively the next season in his age 32 year. The offense wasn't quite as good, and they couldn't get back near the Super Bowl. And within a couple seasons, it all fell apart. His final three years there were 7-9, 7-9, It was a pretty ugly yeah. ending, which happens sometimes. Like, if you're an okay coach, Rivera here, mm-hmm. Gruden here, like that that does happen. I mean, you kind of are piecing things together, and then all of a sudden it all caves in around you. But the reclamation gig for him was to go get the D.C. job with Dallas, where he has been outstanding. Been really good. He crushes all those like network interviews when guys like Burkhart and Olsen come in and sit down with you. Mm-hmm. They're like hanging out with you know Uncle Dan Quinn. Everyone <laughs> just loves him and rave about him from one to four on Sundays. And you knew it was going to happen again. He was going to get a head coaching job again. And again is right now with the Commanders. So you go look at those the the last couple of years, few years really in Atlanta, and for the organizations that are really really good, those drop off years, you're you're more competitive than that, right? Like in Baltimore, when they go from like a Super Bowl team or a team that you know, is the number one seed, they followed up the next year with worse personnel with some injuries with like a ten and six year, and they get bounced in the first round of the playoffs or something like that, right? You've seen that a million times before. For groups that aren't really used to doing it on a consistent basis, that build up, get really good, and then kind of fall off, that's more typical. So it showed you that, and again, this is then, who knows about now, then he wasn't so special that he could overcome that. He wasn't so good that he could overcome the loss of multiple offensive coordinators, you know, a slight Matt Ryan decline. Um, It wasn't as if he was taking okay to middling personnel and getting way more out of them as a team and as a staff. Again, I've really liked his acumen as as a defensive coach. If the only sample he had as a DC was Legion of Boom, I'd go, well, congrats, you're in the room. While Pete Carroll's defense, where they're committing uh, illegal touching and foul penalties constantly, and one out of every 10 get called, worked really well, so what? But what he's done in Dallas has kind of made me think, okay, this guy's got some acumen as a defensive mind, getting making some chicken salad out of you-know-what. So he's been turning in good work here of late. I will say, again, the, I can't get over the... It, took this long and a kind of meandering road, but now it's, now it's this, you know, it's, it's just, it's hard to feel inspired. Doesn't change anything. There's still the, all the work is yet to be done. As you but, said, number two pick and the like, I don't think we should, I don't, I don't want to correct your put words in your mouth. It's how you feel. 
I mean, is it true, though, to say that the process bothers you the most? Yes, 100%. I mean, but if you would have just found out at the end, like they fire Ron Rivera and hire Dan Quinn within an hour, you would have hated that. Sure. There's no way you would have been okay with that. I would go, that's not, I, I, I wouldn't have done that, but they fell in love. Like if, if that, I, I would rather have smart people who I respect, which is the case of Peters and Harris Group and Rails and everybody, had, had they had they been blown away, had their had their socks blown off, where they go, you guys, this is this wasn't our plan, but holy crap, we found a star, we're doing this, we I, found a star. It it, it it would make me feel a lot more confident. It would. I I, I would. I had to go. I, I'd go. That's not right. I get I, but, saying that the process stunk. It seems like from the outside, and that it, it just didn't. The optics are bad, right? Whether that's the reality, I'm leaving open the hope and the, the, the possibility that it wasn't. But from the outside, the perception is not good. I just, as an aside, I also think that the, the choice is maddening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I get why they did it. They wanted a leader. I, why not keep Rivera? You wanted a leader. You wanted a defensive mind. Could you, you have demoted him and said? You wanted a culture builder. Yeah. You wanted a guy that the media will say nice things about that all mm. the players like. I mean, you, you, he had one more year on his deal. Yeah. Could have just done that for a year. I think the, I think the fan base and, and uh, afternoon drive guys had enough. But, yeah, I, th- I think you're right. Put, I mean, put Peters in charge. And yep. That's what they're selling right now. Don't worry, guys. I know you hate the, the Quinn hire. You know, Peters is going to do the right thing, and, and that's kind of how I feel, by the way. Peters is here, so it can't be that bad. Hopefully, they'll pick the right players. Let's go to Nate in Silver Spring. What's up, Nate? What's up, boys? Hey, man. Man, uh, uh, um, I'll answer the question for, for you you guys. How do we feel and everything? You know, uh, a couple words come to my mind. You know, I, I'm excited and I'm, re- I'm relieved that it's finally over. You know, like Danny, you know, I didn't agree with the whole process. You know, I'm glad you spoke up on that, Danny, that, that you know, mm-hmm. they should have done this a long time ago and should have fired Ron, like we were banging on the on the table for, but but at, like my point is out of the why well, I'm excited, you know, out of the last three candidates, I wanted Dan Quinn the most. You know, I didn't want Anthony Weaver. I tell you that right. No offense to Anthony Weaver, you know. And why? And ben well, Johnson, well, he's harmless. He, I mean, no offense. I don't know if you no, knew no, who he was a month ago. Like, why didn't you want him? Just be, well, he didn't check the boxes for me, and I'll give you some of these boxes. That, that check that Quinn checks for me, you know, like y'all were talking about twenty, you know, the coaching experience. I want somebody that started coaching a career a long, long time ago. He likes physical football on defense. That's a check. You know, he's less likely to throw his players under the bus. You know, from what we've been hearing from Logan Paulson and others, doesn't fold his arms, but communicates, you know, somewhat <laughs> to his players on the sideline. You know, like I think we've gotten a little bit too bougie. And and I and I I, I was smelling the rose of Ben Johnson to Grant, you know, from everything we were hearing and everything. But you know, he didn't want us. So out of the last three, I'm excited. You yeah, know, Ben Johnson said three, no. I, I yeah. get it totally. Of the last three, I guess in terms of my proclivity, like what I would have done, I would have ranked it. What would have excited me the most, Weaver, because I knew the least about him, and because of that, I would have just hoped maybe he's special and he's this. Unearth. Yeah, yeah, maybe he's the guy that blew him away in the interviews, right? Second would have been Glenn trying to tap into the D'Amico Ryan's recent former player leader thing. Vrabel, Dan Campbell, D'Amico. You're seeing that trend, and it seems to be working. So that would have been next for me, even though Glenn's defenses were bad in Detroit, just awful. And I guess Quinn third. Doesn't mean it's a terrible hire. It's just not the one I would have made. 
Dre's in Manassas. What's up, Andre? Hey, Dre. Hey, what's going on, guys? I mean, I guess for me, what could the team have done differently? Uh, I don't know if there's anything, like you guys mentioned, if they had Quinn, you know, the day after the Cowboys lost, everybody would say the, the, the process was flawed. I mean, and as far as I'm concerned, you know, the, what we want as a fan base or what a lot of people were you know, saying on the radio, young, good-looking, OC, there were a limited amount of those guys. There just aren't that many of those guys that fit that mark. I mean, I think sometimes it's good to have the first-round pick only when the first round, the consensus is Kwame Brown. And I think that was a situation that we were in right now. Yes, everything seemed to be aligned, but what we're looking for, there just simply wasn't that many to, to um, for us to go well, with. Especially and when you only you interview guys... two of them. What, what was that? Especially when you only interview two of them. Well, here's the thing, but they're not that many. And Canales, enough, Brian Callahan, uh, Frank Smith. I mean, there are guys that they didn't even interview. Here's the funny thing about it, though. Everyone believes that if you have, if you get an offensive coordinator, then he's going to be gone. But ironically, I think this term around with eight vacancies, most of the people are hired with defensive coaches, defensive coordinators. So, right. But we've talked about if... this a couple times. You may not have heard it. Antonio Pierce was an interim head coach who got elevated because you have Devontae Adams and uh, Max Crosby saying they want out if he doesn't get the job. So that wasn't like a real search that led to a defensive guy. Now, mm-hmm. he earned the job. He did a good job. But if they had an open search and really were looking for the next 10-year head coach, it may, it may have gone offensive. Um, the Patriots Maybe. the Patriots had a coach in waiting. They didn't get to have a search either. They fired Belichick. And then the next day, they introduced their new head coach, who contractually they gave the job to. So in terms of teams that had a search, it actually was much more even offense versus defense. And I would agree that Washington adds to the defensive thing, but most people are sitting here going, that was weird. I mean, it was weird. Don't get me wrong. Everything just seems weird. But at the end of the day, they they tried to go after the offensive coordinator. They did. They went out. And this is the whole reason it took so long for them to hire to make the hire. Because they're going after, you know, Ben Johnson. And Ben Johnson, you know, he changed his mind. I mean, I don't know what the team was. What was the next step? What, was, what should they yeah. have done next? I, I would have pivoted to Mike McDonald faster. Maybe they weren't as interested in him as they were Dan Quinn. Maybe it was too late. He probably was already down the road a little ways at a deal with Seattle. Who knows? But he asked, uh, Dre asked, you know, what could the team have done differently? From the start, in hindsight, I would have interviewed more than eight people because I would have interviewed more than two offensive guys. It ended up being Slowick and, and uh, Ben Johnson. If you don't count the enemy who got the one interview. I would have interviewed Canales. I would have interviewed Callahan. I would have interviewed Frank Smith. Way, way more offensive coordinators that might be able to to blow my socks off. Yeah, a, a more thorough process would have. And, and then you land on this, okay? Because because Dre's right. Somebody changing their mind on you at the eleventh hour and screwing you over—that ain't your fault. Which probably did happen. Yeah, that, that, I do think that happened. By the way, but I, I needed you to want to talk to Mike Vrabel. I, you know, and find out can, can he get along? If he can't, okay, now we know how, how much Bill Belichick contact was there. How, you know, did we, did we do Canales and, and Frank Smith as you said, or Brian Callahan? Did we do Shane Waldron? I don't know. And if there was any interest, okay, that then I'm a little then I wonder about that. Do you have an issue at all? Well, let's get into this next. With now that we know that they settled on Dan Quinn, what have you? It's obvious they wanted someone, and this I really, really like. In fairness, they wanted someone who's going to pair very well with Adam Peters in terms of 
not making demands, not fighting for personnel control. Mm -hmm. They wanted the Dan Campbell to his Brad Holmes. Holmes. Do you have issue with them saying Vrabel might want control or is going to be a pain in the butt? Let's not even interview him. Belichick is going to suck up too much oxygen from the room. Let's not even interview him. Let's get into that next on Grant and Danny. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Top of the hour, what expectations do you have for Dan Quinn in his second go-round as a head coach? And why will this thing work? We'll get into that coming up in 13 minutes at 4 o'clock here on Grant and Danny. We're taking you up to 6.30 in our final segment tonight between 6 and 6.30. We will be giving away tickets to the Wizards, so make sure you are listening at that time if you want those. Question for you guys right now at 800-636-1067. Would you have felt better if it was Dan Quinn earlier in the process and you didn't know that it seems like they missed out on their guy before that? Kevin Arlington, what's up? Hey, guys. So um, something funny happens with me once a decision is made, and that's our guy. You know, I mean, before the decision, I was looking at all the – the things I didn't like about it, and you all been going through it, a chapter and verse this afternoon. But uh, I just had a couple of things I wanted to say. One, you know, we've lost so many great young offensive minds from the Shanahan tree to Kevin O'Connell that I almost felt like we were on such a roll with first the hog, you know, and then 
Adam Peters, so I didn't think it was coming. We're like, well, I just thought it would keep going. And so when Ben Johnson said no, um, I, I think it was a blow for all of us. And I agree that there should have been other offensive-minded uh, coaches in the search. Uh, there weren't, and so we kind of just have to accept what it is. But, it, you know, to me, when I look at Quinn, I'm beginning to see the comp as Pete Carroll. People forget that Pete Carroll – was the head coach of the Jets, didn't do all that well there, was the head coach of the Patriots, didn't do all that well there, had to go back to college, build a dynasty in Southern California with USC. And then when he got the gig in Seattle, it wasn't like everybody was convinced, oh, he's going to, you know, he's going to bring championships there. But they did team him right away with a very good young GM who was here in John Schneider. And right away, they got Russell Wilson. And so to me, we've got Peters. We've got Quinn. Let's just call him the Carroll Comp. If we get either in May or Daniel someone who's as uh, impactful as Wilson, I, I think we're going to be fine with this over time. It's just that I think our expectations understandably were the right way to do this with the second overall pick and a young quarterback and given all the great offensive talent we had here that got away, and we know we haven't had a good offensive mind here since Gruden, I, I just think that it's yeah, I think what you're Thanks, saying Kev. makes a lot of sense, Kev, which is to say that, and I'll just speak for myself, but I think you're in this boat and a lot of our listeners are, who I speak on behalf of. You had an offseason where it looked like there was a chance that all the stars might align finally, where the GM and the offensive head coach paired with the quarterback underneath of this ownership group. And when they went and got the GM, and it was the one we all wanted the plan started to come in, into place. And it, we, we were, at that point, we were sledding downhill, Danny. Mm-hmm. We were getting what we wanted. We're like, we, this group can't miss Adam right now. Adam Peters, yeah. Ben Johnson, then it'll be Drake May, Jaden Daniels. The whole thing's going to work out beautifully. And this was not that. You're, you're not getting the, the ideal, perfect scenario on current trend of what works at the highest rate. But there are other ways to do it, as we've said all along. My point has never been, you cannot win this way. My point is, you are making it harder for yourself to win this way. If you want to sign up for that, go for it. I don't know why you would, but they seemingly want to. They like Dan Quinn enough that they're betting on Dan Quinn. That's what they're doing. Last year, nobody was willing to do that. The year before, nobody was willing to do that. Dating back to when he got fired by the Falcons, no one's been willing to do that. But this group, with Bob Myers, who built the dynasty in the NBA, and Rick Spielman, who's been a GM, and Adam Peters, who's one of the top ascending talent evaluators, they've decided that they're they're betting big on Dan Quinn. And speaking of Adam Peters, I keep getting this feedback. You can tweet us at Grant H. Paulson. Danny's at Funny Danny. You can call us at 800-636-1067. I think one of the takes that has been constant for people that don't understand why anybody's been disappointed by this search is, how can you possibly have been thrilled or thought Peters was a great hire and be disappointed now? As if everything that he does is going to be perfect and he's going to be infallible. That's not the way this works. You can be both happy that they brought in the best evaluator and thrilled that they finally got a real GM and excited that he's here and not expect that everything that he does is correct. Yeah, you mean the guy that traded three first-rounders for Trey Lance? That guy? Of course there's swings and misses. I... I, I... Still coveted the dude. I'm all in. I am a big fan of Martin Scorsese. The Departed is my favorite movie ever. I don't love all of his flicks. I was just trying to watch uh, 
Killers of the Flower Moon or whatever it is last uh-huh. night. That's a tough watch, by is the it? way. I'm going to keep gutting through it. I heard it, it was great. Critics love it. Okay, the critics would love it. It is very, very slow and yeah. very Oscars-y. I'm not telling you it's bad. It's just it's not what I expected. But point of the dude's story is I can love a director and not like all of his films. The notion that everyone should just be giddy about everything that happens because the guy that you wanted is pulling the trigger. No. And it doesn't mean that we're right. What is correct and what is irrefutable, though, is that what we believe about how to hire coaches, if you're in my camp, has been proven out now over a lot of time. Could the trend change in the future? Washington's betting on it. So is Atlanta. So are some of the other teams that just hired coaches. And I hope the commanders are correct. And we can eat some blizzards on Mondays after DQ gets wins. DQ Mondays. Let's go to Jackson in Utah listening on the Odyssey app. What's up, Jackson? What's up, boys? I will definitely be joining you on the Monday DQ challenge. <laughs> I think that's fantastic. All are welcome. Oh, I will be I will be doing it 2,000 miles away with you all. But, you know, I wanted Ben Johnson, but I do feel good that if they're going to go with a quarterback at two, it's not going to be with a rookie head coach. That's, that makes me feel a little bit better. I like that it's not Rivera picking players, battling cancer, helping with the rebrand, which is still criminal all these years later. I like that Quinn will be a coach and only a coach. And you know what? If it doesn't work out, we can have another by Dan party, and it'll be really fun. So, <laughs> by Dan parties are yeah. a pretty good time. I'd do another. I'd run it back. We'll run it back over at the bullpen in four years if need be. But because, let's not root for that. No, but let's it, root for a thanks for the Super Bowl Dan party. But stick aside. I mean, again, I, I've tried to remind myself throughout this process that this is, we are still out of the the dark ages, right? With a guy that quite literally gave them no chance. That's over now. Whether they win, lose, it's on their own merits at this point, right? It's just normal football stuff where I'll call balls and strikes. I don't love this one. I love the other one. This is good. Good draft pick. Bad draft pick. This free agent signing is good. Whatever. We could just do normal football ops now. That is a blessing in and of itself. I will not take that for granted. I'm going to try to always remember that and keep myself kind of centered and grounded in that space. That said, here's the first ball to me, right? I mean, again, this process led us to this. That's a ball. Uh, Maybe the next move is a strike. Right, Martin Mayhew still being here. That's a ball to me. Uh, the, the next pitch might be a strike. We'll go through it. We'll talk about it. But, yeah, just sort of they, they hand you a pill. You swallow it uncritically. You know, that's that's why a lot of fans, uh, I don't know. It's, it's kind of, it's, I don't want to say you're the problem, but it's it's hard for me to have sympathy for you. If, if every regime that's been new that has failed, you blindly wholesale just say, yes, this is the group, you know, thinking uncritically. You kind of deserve what you've got. You guys have made it very clear for a week that you did not want this. And I'm just wondering, now that it's here, you don't have a choice. Like, it is time to start uh, getting yourself prepared and, and, and talking yourself into it. How are you feeling today? MGM National Harbor listener lines will remain open. 800-636-1067. Early next hour, we'll catch up with the first of a few former players that Dan Quinn coached in Atlanta right here on Grant and Danny. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, 
Picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.